That's really funny because I saw this in here and I went to get that the Kingdom Hearts compilation thing at work at the GameStop and yeah. then I put it in. Guys, like, oh, pre-order for Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, pre-order, motherfucker. I thought that was out today. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. <laughs> so there's still time. Twenty minutes later, Epic comes out and says, "No, it won't." <laughs> <laughs> You have mobile phones, you have Steam, you have Discord. Mobile games have... don't count. Oh yes. oh, yes, they do. We have to count them. They're, they're <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 32 of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. And I am Al. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. What is up, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. Hey-oh. <laughs> How's everybody doing on this fine Friday? Um, sitting in the back with a Stout's Pale Ale. I'm good. Yeah. I'm you drinking a I'm drinking a Two yeah. Gingers whiskey. Oh. Very good Irish whiskey. And for how cheap it is, it's very good. I think you were telling me about that one before. Yeah. It's, it's very tasty for a $20, you know, fifth. Of Irish mm-hmm. whiskey, it's very, very good. Highly recommend it if you're a whiskey fan. Right on. Yeah. What do you got over there, Nicholas? Root beer float? Water. I'm drinking some water. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the elixir of life. Right. Although, I, I, I have to admit, you know, this is going back a little bit, Um, but I did see a screenshot a picture a facebook post from you about three years ago that you actually found a beer that you like and for everybody listening i have i have i've never seen this boy drink we used to have (laughs) we used to have a band uh we we played and toured the area for about seven years and it was wonderful he was our drummer and our driver uh, that's right because the rest of us drank like fucking fish (laughs) (laughs) and he he would cart our ass to like we of course you know we'd all load up the equipment to and from but man when it came time to leave the show at night nick's like all right fellas let's go charlie'd fall in the back seat (laughs) fucking pass out oh those are some (laughs) fun days you remember that video the video that we took you i'm not even kidding you (laughs) not even kidding you nick I watched it yesterday. <laughs> it's on YouTube. The bonus footage one. The one that's like the start to finish, like half hour long one. Uh, yeah, our our guitarist got really smashed at one of our shows. We got back to the house, got all our equipment inside, and he basically passed out on the couch. And he's a, he's a real loud snorer. So like it it started out kind of harmless. We were just filming how bad of a snorer he was, and then our other he's he he, he kind of founded the band with me and eventually became a roadie. Our friend Dave, um, had that reaction game where like everybody gets a paddle and it makes like a real obnoxious noise in the beginning. It's like do 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 do, and it's it's basically the adult game of hot potato that when the light like it flashes red and when it goes green everybody's got to press the button on the paddle on their paddle and the last one to press it gets the shit shocked out of them but if nobody presses it then you all get shocked so (laughs) we basically took all four paddles 
and strategically position them on our passed out guitarist and then film the results. <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube. Maybe I'll, I'll post the link in the Discord. It's, it's pretty classic. But uh, yeah, good times. So yeah, you, you're you're drinking water, but I'm amazed you found a beer. I, I was I was like, wow, right? Pumpkin ale, pumpkin ale. Like, and it's seriously the only one that I've uh, that I actually love. So if it's in season, I'll often get. Yeah, I I do love pumpkin ale. Actually, that's uh, that's a favorite of mine. Um, somebody, uh, Kyle, still works with that. I used to work with brews their own beer. And they made a pretty slamming pumpkin ale, and uh, pretty good. It's it's got me wanting to get back into microbrew eventually. Mm. But uh, other than that, what's new? What's everybody been playing? What about you, Kyle? Uh, well, to be honest, I haven't been playing. A, I played a little bit this week, but we had mm. an issue with our house. We had some pipes freeze up. All right, can you uh, sue that realtor at all? <clears throat> um, no. Sadly, I can't. Because I mean, I'm... I probably could, but I don't think it's gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm going a little extreme, but like anybody that's listened to this podcast for more than like the last five episodes, probably has heard that you're just having nothing but problems, man. Like this sucks. I feel bad. The good thing is, it's gonna be like a brand new house internally in the next month, probably with all the work I have to do. But are you redoing all the piping? as as it's failing yeah but this wasn't the piping's fault it was actually it was weird because it's in the ceiling okay. so it's in the ceiling and it goes up to the second floor so like there's the two running joists that that are supports for the second floor running across it's almost like a perfect channel for cold air to shoot in and it's uh... coming in from the, i think there's a hole in where the porch meets the house there's like vinyl mm. siding so you can't i can't see up there but it's like um the air's coming straight in and it's just like a perfect wind tunnel for it to come in and it's hitting the pipes. In fairness, though, dude, this happened, what, Monday, right? Yep. Yeah, it was also like 30 fucking below zero that night. Like that a vicious cold snap. I, I don't, I mean, I'd be more than happy to blame your house, but like even my downstairs bathroom sink, the cold faucet froze. Right, but, but I mean, get yeah, downstairs. And if this was a, if this was a basement oh. pipe, I would totally get it. But this was above my kitchen going into the second floor. And oh, like holy you, shit. So it was really weird, too, because if you walked upstairs, we took the carpet out from our, our hallway in the second floor because it was just it was from 1970. It was disgusting. <laughs> Sounds um, like what I ripped out of this house. Horrible. So but it was so like you know, my wife was finally like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. Rip it, <laughs> rip it out. So we got rid of it. And I was walking to the, 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 the day the, the pipes froze. I was walking to the bathroom at like three in the morning. And I stepped where the same where the same channel runs, and that spot in the floor was like ice. Oh wow! And I was like, "Holy shit, that was really cold." I didn't think of it. Though. I was like, "Meh, going back to bed." Yeah, yeah. And uh, that day <clears throat> when those pipes froze, we we opened up and I cut the hole. I took the cabinets down and I cut a hole <coughs> so could, they could warm up, and I stuffed insulation all in there so to stop the draft. Yeah. But anyway, I went upstairs. You would touch right where the channel runs, and it would be like ice cold, and you would move to where like the next two beams would you know the next two beams yeah, were running yeah. and it was, yeah. it was perfectly room temperature it was just that one channel that's that bizarre. right to the pipes right so maybe there there's a be body a... in there oh don't say that <laughs> i'm just messing <laughs> with you dude. Oh, that's creepy <clears throat> jimmy hoffa could you okay. imagine haunt haunting of shirk house <laughs> <laughs> that's what's destroying everything <laughs> 
but uh other than that but what i've been playing really is just it's been splatoon 2 all week yeah uh, i uh, i'm doing really well multiplayer i got a, a nintendo family plan because liam wanted to start playing online and the dude is he's been playing three days online and he's level six or seven already wow he's really into it then He's yeah, he's pretty good. And then I got the Octo expansion, which is pretty. It's weird. Like you, you're in a you're in like a subway, uh-huh. and you have you have to beat these challenges that they have, and some of them are really freaking tough. Yeah. Um, and you have to get these things called fangs. And you get these four things, and uh, it turns out like when you when you get them all, this this telephone that talks to you puts it together. Like you're ready to go to the promised land, and you're like, yeah, let's oh, yeah. go and. It turns it into a blender, and what the the, the telephone was going to blend you up and eat you, <laughs> which is really kind of dark because you're like an octopus, you know, walking octopus, and it was going to liquefy you. And right before it does, an agent comes in, kicks him, kicks the thing out, and then you got to try to escape. But um, man, it was really hard. There was a lot of really hard challenges in that. Oh wow! So, which was surprising. But <laughs> to a single player, isn't really that difficult. Yeah, no, I, I've so, watched my brother-in-law play it. It doesn't seem to be that hard, but damn, it, it's. Yeah, but the the that there were some difficult. I mean, there's some easy ones too, but there were some that were really took me a while, and I was ready to throw the controller. So, <laughs> classic Nintendo. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, we can talk about that when we get to the game of the month about throwing the controller. Yep, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Other other than that, TV show I've been watching. Um, uh, what's it called? Punisher season two. Good stuff. Yeah. If did you watch first season? I have not actually. I mean, I watched him in the Daredevil series. I watched that season two mm-hmm. with him. I thought it was wonderful. So I do have to watch the the actual Punisher series. It's really good. Um, the end of the first season, I I was cringing. Uh, Nick, did you watch it at all? No, not yet. There's a scene with Lee's face and a mirror. But I was just like, oh, my God. And I don't normally get squeamish, but it was just like the sounds and the screaming. I was just like, oh. Oh, damn. And uh, that's how the first season ends. And that dude is in the second season and it's just it's it's i think it's going to be pretty good sweet yeah give it a give it a watch no i definitely will i definitely will because yeah. i i mean like it, it kind of makes me anxious you know because disney's talking about doing their own streaming service but they made it pretty clear they're not bringing the dark stuff over so i wonder if netflix will get to keep that because i think netflix has done a wonderful job with the marvel license with everything oh, Daredevil's oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Daredevil is amazing. Like, such a perfectly done production. And, I mean, yeah, they canceled it, but, like, I just wonder what's going to happen to that stuff when the Disney streaming thing hits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> but, um... Yep. Oh, and I did I did pick up uh, this Kingdom Hearts compilation disc for HD remake on PlayStation 4 today. And, I know, uh, I hate you. I wish they had that on Xbox. <laughs> Don't they? They don't have that on Xbox. No. No. Is um yeah, but Kingdom Hearts three is coming out for Xbox, right? Yes, and I have a bone to fucking pick with Nick on that. Oh, okay. Before you do that, before you pick a bone with him, um, I also got um Doom VR, which. Oh, how is that? How is that? I didn't play it yet. I had a date night tonight, so I didn't get to play. Oh. (laughs) You gotta let me know, dude. I will. Is it based off a previous Doom or, or? So you're not, you're no longer the, you're not the Doom guy. The, this was, was the Eternal or whatever it's called. Yeah, this was, this was before the Doom, the latest Doom game took place. So it was right when the, the, the held spawn was starting to take over. 
Gotcha. And I think you're like a conscious, you're not so much a human, you're like a consciousness and you can jump, I think you, you can jump from like scientist to scientist and, and like animate yourself. And that's how you fight the, the dead. Oh, but interesting. I think it's a lot of the same guns. I think that's how it goes. Don't hold me to that. I could be wrong, but I know you're definitely not the doom guy and it's, you're not exactly human either though. All right. So you, so you got some homework over the next two weeks. Oh, I want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. VR is where it's at, man. I'm still borrowing Luke's rift and I'm just having so much fun with that. It's good stuff. Very cool. I think I need to break down and finally get a VR headset. It's it's not a gimmick anymore, man. I, I can't. Oh even... yeah, like yeah, like I I know it, it's like well beyond gimmick and plenty <laughs> of stuff. I mean, I already have a decent library of VR styled games from Steam yeah. that I've been playing single, and and that's how I know it's 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 fun or it, it, it's more than just a gimmick. Is that the games are fun? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I can I can play them on the PC and have fun. It's like okay, that's a good sign. It doesn't feel like you know. It's not like you know. Like you, you remember when like 3D started yes. to make its comeback again in like 2000. It's like mm-hmm. everything's being reaching towards you, and it's so gimmicky. It's like oh please, just stop with that. Where go they, see they kinda... Beowulf? Oh boy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but things come at you, and you and you can tell if you're watching it in 2D. It's like okay, this is the 3D scene because this yeah. looks totally awkward out of context. You know what the best uh, thing was I saw in 3D in that like rebirth era was the Hobbit. Agreed. Huh. They did it right because they again, did it right. Like, I, there may have been like one scene. I think it was I think it was the river scene. Mm-hmm. It was the only one I can I could point to. Is like okay, that was like <laughs> legitimate setup for it was like the axe chopping the log thing. It's like, yeah. Okay, that was like super legitimate. That was designed for 3D. But yeah, the rest of the movies I agree. Like absolutely, like hands down, it's like they didn't have or. If they had 3D in mind, it was so covert. It was subtle. Like I, that, yeah, I, The one yeah. that sticks out to me the most from that entire movie in the 3D scene was like after they had left the Shire and they were kind of just walking through the forest. And I just remember this one shot of like the dwarves walking down the path and it looked like they were just kind of walking in front of me in the distance. I was like, God damn, that is subtle. That is brilliant. Yes. Like, perfect. That, yeah. I think that and the, the fact that they did it in uh, double frame rate. You know, I think it was like uh, 60 frames and all. Yes, yeah, they did with the red lens or whatever and, it is. They, yeah, and basically each eye got 30 frames a second versus like uh, like standard one. It basically divides 24 you know, by 2, makes 12 frames per yeah. eye. I mean, as you know... That I'm, always gave me a headache. Yeah, yeah. as you know, like I'm obsessed with The Lord of the Rings, and the original trilogy will always be my favorite, but I will say on a technological standpoint, The Hobbit really does stand on its own. Uh, that was cool. But yeah, oh boy. I'm, I'm like going down the track here. <laughs> that, did you watch anything cool, Kyle? Or is that pretty much it? Side, you know, just Punisher. Um, no, actually I have not watched even with, with the whole thing with patching this drywall and shit. I just haven't had a lot of time to sit and watch the, the, the Punisher was just a couple episodes while I was working from home. So, cool. Cool. Sadly, that was just about it. I didn't really get to watch too much else or play anything else this week. Cool. So, what about you guys? Um, so for me, uh, I I went a little retro. Uh, earlier was it earlier in the week or last? I think it was last weekend. I wound up doing a stream of Quest for Glory Two Trial by Fire. <laughs> I uh, got a little bit of that. <laughs> yep. Uh, I wound up grabbing the VGA version that uh, some independent development studio did because the original uh, version of that game by Sierra was a 16-color 
EGA game. And they really did a wonderful remake, uh, you know, VGA-wise. So it was it was fun to play, and it was fun to stream. Uh, Jeremy from Bad Fodder Figures showed up, and uh, he had great commentary as always. I think my favorite was, this needs VR support. <laughs> uh, but the best part of that, uh, Nick had showed up towards the end, and everybody was just kind of <laughs> hanging out. And they had gotten to the end of day two, and for anyone that's played Quest for Glory 2, you know, it's kind of that Arabian Nights setting. And you stay at this inn in the main city at night, and they're like your friends from the first game own it. And at the end of the second night, the guy's wife, like, does this dance. And it's, you know, it's like belly dancing entertainment for the people at the inn. And, you know, I had jokingly said, oh, here it comes, Jeremy. Like, it's going to get, it's going to get sexy for you. And uh, in the original game, you know, you sit down and she comes out and dances and, you know, it's just a little fun thing and, you know, all is done. So the character goes in the VGA version, sits down and everything's starting out the same. And all of a sudden I hear, do 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 never gonna give you up. And all of a sudden it's freaking Rick Astley, like, <laughs> dancing across the screen. And I'm like what the fuck and like everybody watching the stream just lost it because like you could tell i wasn't expecting it and neither was anybody else and nick just types wtf <laughs> and uh you click the mouse and it's like you've just been rickrolled i was like wow and i mean for anyone that knows the quest for glory games it's loaded with puns like that but it's cool that the new developers kind of added their own little twist there and it, that was just funny and i'm glad like everybody was there we all kind of caught it live and it was just a really funny moment so thanks everybody you know for showing up that was cool um <laughs> other than that i did some um bard's tale 4 streaming uh that was a lot of fun had some people show up for that uh i know jeremy always busts on me you know i got this brand new pc set up and i'm streaming games from 1992 <laughs> but uh <laughs> The new Bard's Tale is, is a really nice, like, pretty-looking game, and it's just a lot of fun, and it was cool to stream that for a while. Um, other than those two, I've been playing, you know, not streaming, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. I'm so hooked on that right now. Um, it's kind of like a, a Square-style JRPG, but not by Square, I don't think. But uh, it's like Band of Brothers meets Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, it's like the best way I can describe it. And it's really cool. It's kind of like a faux World War II alternate history. Every like every country's kind of named the same, but it's like a fantasy version of Earth. And um, like the tanks, are there's tanks in it and they're powered by like magic engines and stuff. It's really neat. And I've been I've been having a blast with that. Um, but then as far as watching, holy crap. Okay, if you guys have Netflix, has anyone seen the Firefest documentary yet? I mean, everybody's talking about I it. I keep hearing about this. <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. I know of the Firefest, and I keep hearing this documentary is like super crazy and psycho. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. So, Kyle, just to like give you an idea... Like, some guy who, you know, was kind of like this hotshot New York entrepreneur a couple years back just started this, like, sudden 
like ad slash influencer campaign on the internet with like models and jaw rule and like they kept promoting this thing called fire oh, festival is this where he leaves him stranded yes yeah okay like they're, they're i have I heard this when this happened the Caribbean yeah. or something like that yeah <laughs> you have to see this documentary holy shit Dude, like, it would have been so great if he would. I'm sorry to cut. If, if he no. would have been there, everybody showed up, and it would have been one little boombox playing Rick Astorly. It pretty much <laughs> was. It practically was. Yeah, like that's like, amazing. I know from like the news accounts and whatnot. Like, yeah, there were like, you know, shoddy tents. There was no like waste disposal. There was but really it's like, no food. But it's like a step further than that because the way they promoted it. Because they like they, oh, yeah. ba- they made it look like Club Largo or something. Yeah, <laughs> they basically took over one of Pablo Escobar's islands, but the island had like no infrastructure and had an airstrip from 1962 that nobody really manned, and like <laughs> there was nothing. There was no like no sewage, no you know running water. Like it, it all had to be brought in. So he was selling like. Hey, for four thousand dollars, or it was probably more than that. It was probably like four. Yeah, that, that was the thing. like the clientele he was going after was like you know we're talking like whales, uber rich, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. uber rich kids, and uber then... rich, and like with nothing better to do than to look for a party weekend, and yeah, like you know, and that's what it, that's what all the advertising was for. Yeah, him. yeah, eighty thousand dollars gets you a cabana, and you <laughs> and you could party with Kylie Jenner. Like it, it was. It's insane the way they promoted this. And, like, I I, I don't want to spoil it, but, like, yeah, so the people that, like, paid for the $40,000 cabana got a hurricane tent. And uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting to see, like, just how deep that rabbit hole went. And by the end of it, you're like, holy shit. Like, how is this guy... I mean, you'll you'll see what happens, but it's really worth a watch. It's interesting because they interview quite a few people, and a lot of these people you feel bad for. Like the the people I felt bad for the most in that were the the developers, as far as they're like it, this all really started out as an app. That's the weirdest part. Is it started hmm. out as an idea for an app where you could book celebrities for like private events. And so there's like these developers working really hard on this app and this festival was going to be the way to like kick it off. Like this was going to kick off that app and here's the celebrities we can get you. And you just see these developers like myself and the, you know, in previous jobs and, and others where it's like, Oh man, this is going places. It's like two weeks later. Oh, well time to look for new employment. But, uh, that sounds, it sounds awful to be the celebrity in that situation. I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. A bunch of strangers and people you don't know—they're gonna be fawning over you. I'd be like, ah, Eh. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, like at one point, one of my favorite parts, um, and there's so much. Like I'm spoiling a little bit, but it ain't gonna you know ruin it. But like Blink 182 was supposed to play a show, and like three weeks before, they're like, yeah, we can't really play the show there that we think our fans deserve, so we're pulling out. And uh, how how prescient of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to say they weren't the only ones. Like I didn't, no. you know, I didn't see the documentary, but I, there was supposed to be like a whole line of, of like entertainment, essentially. Yep. 
Yeah. And a lot of them just like back out at the last minute. He's like, this something's, like, something's not right here. Something no, stinks in the yeah. <laughs> Kansas over there. Yeah, no, you got to check it out, Kyle. And Nick, it's worth a watch. It's like an hour and a half. But you're one of the, it's one of those, like, as the movie progresses, you're just like, all right, the shit can't go any deeper than this. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the fucking bottom right here, right? And then that collapses and you plummet another hundred feet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But, yeah, I'm checking that one out for sure. What about you, Nick? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? Oh, but just, re, you know, relaxing between works, you know, so obviously yeah, the, yeah, the last yeah, week has ended and the new new work starts on Monday. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, but I've been catching up on doing some marathoning of the next generation on Amazon since they got that on. Oh, wonderful. So I'm like, yeah, I have that on the background. And Did you get to uh, the inner also, light yet? Uh, no, I haven't gotten to that. I think that's in the latter season. I'm on like season four right now. Okay, that's my favorite one. Oh wait, <laughs> so oh, you're yeah. like in the Sherlock Holmes season, I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, are close to it. Yeah, they they've had one or two already, and it kind of you know pops up in in various episodes. Oh, so good. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's like man, this this was like like I, I, I hate to feel like sounding old. It's like man, they don't make television like this. Anymore. They don't. <laughs> but you're so right. They don't like. TNG was one of those, it was such a staple of, like, 5 o'clock television when I was growing yeah. up. And exactly. And every episode was good, man. God damn. I mean, they had one or two stinkers, but you're talking a 10-year series almost? Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, seven seasons, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, seven? Yeah. So good, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God damn you. Now I gotta go watch it. <laughs> now, you, now you gotta go <laughs> I still say uh, you gotta check out uh, Discovery, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I got, I got to sign up for that that free seven day. I, I um, I'm almost kind of waiting. I wonder if they're going to put up the second season the same way. I might wait for it. then just like marathon one and two. Yeah. Apparently, the second season is, is doing a lot of like Christopher Pike stuff. Oh, which, cool. You know, leads up, you know, kind of merges with you know the original series, uh, Enterprise and whatnot. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, okay, I'm, it's great though. Color, color me interested. Color me interested. Yeah, I I loved season one. Loved it. Next. Yeah, they're they're doing it right. Cool. So sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, um, so on the gaming side of things, I've been uh, jumping finally into Witcher Three. It's been in my stream library forever. I played yes. it like an hour or something way back in the day, but then I like totally forgot about it. It's like, oh man, I, I you know I want to play it, you know, a single player game. What, what's a good one? Ah, Witcher Three. So I've been, yes. I've been diving into that, having a hell of a fun time with that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like, why did I wait so long? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the red dead of medieval RPGs, man. It, it really is, and and it also it's like it's like yes, like you know if if this is what we're gonna get for like cyberpunk in terms of like oh you know, my kind of god like the feel of storylines, like I cannot wait now. It's 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 kind of like you know, like I didn't even intend for it this to happen. But it was like it's like oh you know what like they're making cyberpunk. This is gonna yeah. be awesome. It's gonna be like you know Witcher in the future type of thing. It's like yes, <laughs> CDPR has become like the new developer i can count on because i i've been playing you know since the witcher one not a lot of people liked it but i i did enjoy the witcher one i thought it had a great story and i was excited for two but by the time i played three i'm like man these guys are going to be like the new bethesda that doesn't screw over their fans <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing like they, they've never been 
I wouldn't say known for like you know like really pushing the boundary in terms of like the visual look of a game necessarily. Although Witcher Three is but, fucking beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, don't, yeah. Like Witcher Three, like I think they start. That's when they really got to that that yes. even keel level of like yeah, triple A game, triple A look. It's still, I mean, still kind of holding up. Yeah, you know, and you can grow like, a beard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and. Uh, and, and yeah, so it's like, and like, obviously the demo cyberpunk looks absolutely gorgeous. Oh, so it's like, you know, are, how, how far are they going to push it with that? But yeah, absolutely. Like they've always been really, really solid around story. Like, you know, that, that's been a center point. for. Them. So. Yep. Oh, I can't wait to hear, you know, as, as you get further in it, what you think it's, I think that's oh, yeah, one of the yeah. best games of the past, like at least five years. It's so good. So good. Did I cut out? No, no, you're good. All right, all right. Oh, Everything nice. just got really quiet. <laughs> um, you were listening to the smooth sound of your voice, Al. Shut mm, your mouth. Yes. <laughs> all right, so Nick's played The Witcher. That will bring us over to upcoming releases of interest. Um, I'm going to let you guys handle these. Because uh, um, I think, yeah, yeah. You, you guys know all these. So go ahead. I've talked enough. Um Go ahead. Yeah, All so right. so today we got. We, we, t- tell me if I'm wrong. It feels like we went through this huge lull in games in like November, December. Like there's almost nothing. Yeah, no, and you're right. This this huge deluge in the early part of the year. Except you're yeah. wrong about Kingdom Hearts three, and Amber wants to punch you in the nose. Oh, why is that? Because it's only today for Japan. Oh, we've been duped. <laughs> I saw this last night. I was like, Amber, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm like, it's a special day tomorrow. And she's like, oh, Kingdom Hearts 3? She's been waiting for this for 14 years. And I go to open up the game today, and it's like, you're too early. So when does and it release for the U.S.? The though? 29th. It releases on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. You disappointed okay. my children. I disappointed you. You know what? <laughs> Nothing but that's, disappointment. That's really funny, because I saw this in here, and I went to get that the Kingdom Hearts compilation thing at work at the GameStop. And when yeah. I put it in, the guy's like, oh, pre-order for Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, pre-order? Motherfucker, I thought that was out today. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. So there's still time for me to catch up. I've been lied to. Well, I apologize. (laughs) Barely barely comes out the 29th then. That's right. I was bamboozled on some of the other ones because it came out on console and not PC. I'm like, oh, son of a... You're technically not wrong. I mean, it did come out today, just not here. Just not here. That's right. Just have her order it from Japan. I mean, just, yeah, just yeah. Come on, just take a flight to Japan, bring it back. <laughs> Is he angry? So angry. I could, I could, I could feel the flames. He's not even talking. Lose <laughs> out. Oh, we're just joking, man. <laughs> come back out. Oh, come on. <laughs> Is he actually there? <laughs> Apparently, he's just throwing the computer down the stairs or something. <clears throat> Are you back? Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. I cut out two there for a second. <laughs> oh, <poor Nick. laughs> Where do we leave off? I'm marking well, that. Uh, games that are indeed coming out today, Resident Evil 2 Remake is today for all all areas and whatnot. <laughs> so there's no buy there. That looks pretty sweet. I gotta say, like it does look good. I, yeah, I, I'm 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 probably gonna be picking up because I never actually played the original Resident Evil 
too. Like, See, I, I didn't. I didn't it. like it because I didn't like you know driving a human tank. <laughs> I hated Super the controls. Block, man. I hated the controls in that. Um, so it'll be interesting to play it with the more like modern Resident Evil interface. Yeah, and it looks fantastic too. So oh hell yeah! Kind of check oh. it out. Yeah, it looks great. And then the big one. Oh damn! Some of the big ones coming. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Jeez, I know uh, no, I, I'm not into any of these, so this nothing. is you guys. All right, all right. Wow. Well, Metro Metro Exodus is coming out February 15th of the Metro oh. series. I think there's a third one now. Yeah, Co's um, going to be doing an early stream of that. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Uh, Anthem uh, is the next uh, big Bioware game. It's just... already in <sighs> VIP release right now. Comes yeah, they had the VIP beta or something like that. Yeah, like I'm keeping an eye on it. Like... I'm waiting like, on reviews. I just yeah, it sounds I, I, like well, Destiny. I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's what I'm getting from like some of the early early reviews that I'm seeing now. Like they're like some of the bigger uh, you know companies are getting like two hour access and whatnot. And yeah, that's what it's sounding like. It's it's like okay, this is a Destiny thing. It's very much you know Diablo esque in terms of like you know the, the real main drive is just gonna be the grind. It's gonna be go out yeah. gr- grind a uh, dungeon, bring stuff back get more equipment, rinse, repeat. Now, obviously, there will be a story here, <clears throat> but the question is, is is it going to be worth it? Like, they do say, like, it has those Bioware elements. I was going to say, is it going to be Bioware, or is it going to be EA? It, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it, they do say they're, you know, the elements of Bioware are there, but I feel okay. like that's probably the story half of things. But EA is kind of plastered all over everything else <sighs> in terms of you know the like you know the cosmetics is how they do you know they're going to do the pay you know pay service and whatnot for it even though you know it's you know buy to play but you know they always got to put in microtransactions somewhere and that's going to yeah you'll find a way to fucking charge you for clothes yeah exactly clothes emotes you name it you know non you know non pay to win stuff which you know gets a pass but at the same time it's like okay it's like everyone's doing this yeah like come on guys the question is, you know, what are they going to do with any DLC? Is it going to be free? I think I saw something where, in theory, that's going to be free, but I haven't. I, you know, like, I got to find it again. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. I'm I'm on the fence. I it definitely same as you. Like, I want to see kind of the reviews. I kind of maybe want to see a little bit of initial play. <clears throat> I do want to check it out, but the question is, do I want to pay full price? I'm thinking right now, I'm going to wait for it to drop. I'm with you. To do the to do the story, like you know, I'll I'll, I'll hands down do the story because I noticed you know the same thing happened with Diablo. It's like I enjoyed Diablo three, yeah, uh, thoroughly, but I'm not there to like play and grind and get the most elite gear whatsoever. Like I enjoyed to play the story. I did like I think I did one or two seasons uh, that that they did. It. So I was like, oh, cool stuff. Was, I'll check I, it out. I gotta I'll say though that the recent seasons are pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's great for like, oh, I want to play this again. Let's let's play. You know, I'll play yeah. this new season. I'll get you know whatever it, the cool. It stuff It might is. still be going on, but Luke and I played for a while. Um, they do every January now. Ever since the, I think it was like the twentieth anniversary of Diablo. Uh, every January, January oh, nice. they do the uh, Darkening of Tristram, where ah. you go in the first act. You go to where Tristram is, and there's a uh, an old fashioned blue portal. And you right. you step through it, and it puts you into a rift. Level? It puts you into a rift that's basically Diablo one. Oh, nice! And like you go through the the levels of the catacombs, you fight the butcher, you fight 
Laric, like you go all the way oh, down wow. to the bottom, you fight Lazarus, and then you fight Diablo. It's actually a ton of fun. And the graphics change. The graphics in the interface look like to, to Diablo like 1-esque. Yeah. Nice. That, that's a clever way to do kind of like a seasonal event. I, that's great. Oh, it was, it's out. an absolute I blast. Uh, I don't know if it's still going on. It might be. I know it's only in January, though, so if it is still going on, you uh, only probably got, like, two days. Like, oh, But jump on it. Like, it's it's worth it's worth it. Like you can just take just a poke my head in, yeah. yeah, take a fresh character and, and just poke your head and you'll have a blast. Like I, I played through it myself, you know, just solo and I had a great time. Nice. But, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll check that out. But yeah, so you know, so that's where we are with Anthem. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll, I'll you know, wait. I'm keeping an eye on it, but you know, I'm still uh, shell shocked from I, Fallout I've kind of 76. Yeah, it's like Fallout seventy six and uh, uh, Mass Effect uh, Andromeda were kind of non plus me to you know the Bioware side of things. So it's yeah. like I will wait on this one. Yep, I'm gonna wait and see. Uh, one that I'm not gonna wait and see on, and <laughs> and uh, I actually reached out to them yesterday to see if I could get a, a review copy. I don't even want it early, but if you want to give it to me early, Creative Assembly, I would not be uh, argumentative with you. But that would be uh, Total War Three Kingdoms coming in March. Nice. Uh, Total War game. You can't go wrong. Like, if you like strategy games, like turn-based campaign games, and then, like, the real-time combat portion is like watching a Braveheart movie with, like, thousands of troops. Oh, yeah, it's, like, like, it's just like, great. Yes. It's just Glorious. great. Glorious. And the Warhammer games have been fantastic. The The most recent iterations of Total War, there's been two, for the past couple of years, were two Warhammer, uh, fantasy Warhammer Total War games. Yeah, and they're those great. are pretty solid. They're absolutely great. Um, but this one's going to ancient China. Cannot wait. Uh, if I do get an early preview copy, I'll let you guys know. And uh, Yeah, absolutely. I'll start giving some impressions. But, I mean, I've been playing this series for 20 years now. Shogun was almost 20 years ago, dude. Has it really been that long? It has been 20 years since Shogun came out. Shogun Total War. <laughs> Might be 19 years. I think it came out in 2000, so... Either way, it's still a long goddamn time. And I, <laughs> yeah. They, I, they, 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 an incredible... You know, not that it's over, but it's like they've had a very good run today. Like, they, they haven't really steered wrong, I think. No, I was going mean, to say, they, they, they never they did a had bad like one. Some, some maybe soft ones. I want to say was was I think I almost want to say Shogun Two was a little soft, only because it was kind of like retreading slash updated graphic, but it was still solid. Shogun Two um, was pretty good. I I think um, that was one that got really graphically advanced, and it got better right. with the expansions. Yeah, um, I think that's that's where I started to like. Okay, like yeah, now it's really really worth it. I mean, it was never like it was never a failure, but it was like you know, they're definitely like. The title was a little bit. Soft. It was a little lukewarm. Rome, I thought might, you yeah, might be thinking Rome two like actually. Oh, maybe it was Rome. Yeah, Rome two. One of them. One of them where they repeated, and it was like, okay, we kind of got the same thing again. No, that. Like, uh, sorry, I know what you're talking about now. It's Attila. Oh, is it Attila? Okay. It was Attila. Yeah, but that, that was. was th- but again, it was still good. It, but yeah, but the fact that I can't like pick it out, it's like it, it didn't stand out by itself. Like, oh, this is the the worst thing ever. You should never, you know, totally avoid. Oh, it was yeah, just like, no. you know, it, it was just soft. Like for the veterans, it was like, okay, we've kind of been through this before. Yeah. If you've never played it before, you enjoyed enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a total war game, though. I I, I would say the Empire series was fantastic. That was such a great direction mm-hmm. for that. 
you know that that went into the you know the revolutionary war oh and, i love that yeah it was so good and, and then like the expansions brought it into the age of uh you know colonialism and imperialism so you had you know forming the united states and then you had like the british colonization of india and napoleon's campaigns and yep it, it was just oh, very yeah. napoleon i loved the napoleon campaign. that was fantastic Oh, just it was it's a great series. Like you could tell those guys know their history. So the fact that they're doing an ancient China, you know, uh uh Red Cliff Total War, I'm so stoked. So Yeah, was it the three it was three Ming Dynasty, I think it went. Yeah, the three kingdoms. It's uh uh, uh Lu, Wei, and I forget what's the other one. Lu Wei and there's one more and I'm forgetting it. But yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, it, it's basically if you played Dynasty Warriors, this is gonna be the big boy version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The next one might be you or Kyle. This is me. This All is right, me. hit it up, butter. I don't know. Did you guys ever hear of the arcade one-up machines that they came out with? Yes, glove like, box. Yeah, the three-quarter size. Yeah, glove yeah, yeah, box yeah. over on uh, Bad Fodder Figures has a couple. They look cool as hell. They do. Um, and they're releasing two, three more actually. Um, in february so Ooh. they're coming up really soon and and like i'm i like the other ones i'd really like to get the pac-man one and maybe the street fighter 2 one but uh i i think i'm in for actually two of the three of these so they're coming out with the mortal kombat one Ooh. themed and and the cabinet matches the mortal kombat 2 cabinet <laughs> oh that's it awesome has, it has mortal kombat 1 mortal kombat 2 and ultimate mortal kombat 3 oh holy shit on. yeah and um i guess well, I'll get into some of the issues people are having, but the, the the developers of these have been really awesome. But um, Capcom's coming out with a second one that has Final Fight artwork. Um, obviously, it has Final Fight, Ghost and Goblins, nineteen forty four, and Strider included. Wow, in cabinet, good list, excellent yeah. cabinet, yeah. Um, something for everybody there, really. And uh, the third one I thought was kind of funny because you don't think of this one as being a super an arcade game, but like Golden Tea. But you think about every bar. Yeah, I was gonna say rollerball, yeah. dude. Yep. Every dive bar I ever had a few drinks in, I fucking dumped a few quarters in the Golden Tea. Like I'm kinda, right. I'm tempted. It was that or, or bowling? It was, it was right. always one of the two. It was one of the most successful arcade games actually ever made. So basically, because it was just a bunch of drunk people swinging a golf club <laughs> seeing how fast and really how much did you really golf and how much were you fast i could spin that ball <laughs> you're like warming up like sure. <laughs> hey i'll just say no matter how so, much i drank i was never like that guy in the king of kong that had his specialized glove for that <laughs> what i missed that what, was that in there he had a special glove yeah for what was it crystal palace He's oh, like, oh, he's like, oh. I have this glove. You know, when you're playing this, you get blisters on your palms. <laughs> if you're going for a record, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> blisters on his palms. What else is he using that damn thing for? God only knows. <laughs> so a couple of cool things with these. Um, it looks like, at least on the Capcom box, they actually, you know, they have the risers so you can actually stand up to play. It makes it more like a legit arcade machine. Oh, that's cool. Um, still not quite as big, but these riser box, like the one for Final Fight or Capcom has barbed wire and Final Fight artwork that continues down onto the riser box where the oh, original ones nice. were only black. So this is cool. It brings the artwork down. Um, makes it a little more custom. And I know there's been some complaints where the paint's wearing off on when people play. Mm. Um, so now they're including plexiglass. So oh, it covers the 
the control board so it's not wearing out. And I think even if you bought cabinets before, you can get them for free from the company. Wow. So they're ma they're making good on that. Um, a couple of the old machines, I don't remember. I think it was Centipede, I want to say, was having a board problem. And they're sending replacement boards to people who bought the game for free. I'm really tempted, oh, wow. man. I'm really tempted. It's, they seem like they're really listening to complaints. The, the only thing I think that they're charging people for is... Uh, which one is it? Centipede that uses that. Which one uses not the roller, but like the uh, the spinner? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Asteroids, I think. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was asteroids where it uses like there's they were having problems where it was like really clicky, and you can pay for an upgraded replacement. But that's the only thing that they're charging people for. But I think that's a pretty expensive piece. Yeah, it's probably not cheap. So I'm excited. I I really want to get a Pac-Man, the Mortal Kombat two, and, and this Capcom one here. I think. The Pac-Man one has Miss Pac-Man, right? Mm, I think so. I don't hold me to that though. If it does, I might have to get that for Am at some point. That's like her favorite arcade game. I'd get her that one, and I'd probably pick up the Mortal Kombat cabinet. I do prefer Miss Pac-Man over regular Pac-Man. Me too. Much better game. It's um. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. Ah, fucking Walmart. I hate Walmart. You, the website you pick, pull it up, and. No, it has, just has uh, Pac-Man and Pac-Man Plus. Hmm. And that's nah. two $2.99. I mean, they're a little pricey, but you know what? It, to have, like, could you imagine having like an, or, or, like a, just a game room with a couple of these in there? I think... The only thing that makes me a little really anxious cool. with those, and like I had come close to buying some arcade cabinets back in my, my single days, but if anything goes wrong with that, like I'm a mechanical mm -hmm. moron. Like It's done unless like I know somebody that can come over and fix it. I don't think, oh my god, they're coming out with a Karate Champ one also. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> that game, I hated that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I don't think these are like regular, like previous arcade machines with a bunch of wires going on to like a, like a board. I don't know how these are actually set up. It might not be as hard because I think you have to build these when you buy them. Okay. So, and I'm sure their instructions are step by step. And the thing is, if you build it when you when you buy this thing and you build it, yeah, you're you're gonna know what the components are, where they go. You know, it it would make it a lot easier. I'm sure they give you plenty of instructions and 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 help on how to do this. I mean, they seem like a pretty legit company. Yeah, I think uh, I think when we finish, uh, we're we we've just about got the basement cleaned out, and I think we're gonna talk about you know getting some stuff down there to finish it, part of it up. Maybe I will mm -hmm. pick one up at some point for downstairs. That would be pretty sweet. Dude, you said Crystal Castles with the trackball, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's on the uh, Centipede box. <laughs> Great. Centipede, Missile Command, Crystal Castle, and I can't read that. Millipede is the last one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty I cool. I see what else is on that Karate Champs. It is pretty cool. It's good to see that. Um, it's just kind of a neat idea, and I think I'm in for at least one or two of these. It's it's aiming at people like us, you know, that, that grew up in arcades. Kids today would see that. They wouldn't even know what the hell it was. Like, I, no, you're right. You know, I'm not even going to use your hands. Like a <laughs> That's a baby's toy. toy. It's a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah uh, Wood's first movie appearance. <laughs> oh, the Karate Champs box has uh, bad dudes on it. Are you the oh, bad dude? No, so what bad. was it, Kyle? Nope. That was like our first episode. Are you the baddest of baddest dudes? What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. That whole opening that whole opening is ridiculous. Yeah, it was like, are you bad enough to be one of the baddest dudes? 
It was like one of the first games we talked about. <laughs> the president has been kidnapped by ninjas. <laughs> yeah. You're a bad enough dude to save the president. That's what it was. Are you a bad enough dude to save the president? <laughs> and then, was it you or Travis? What he was like, nobody's a bad enough dude. <laughs> Are you a bad enough dude to rescue Ronnie? I think that's what it <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, that is pretty cool. I'm looking forward to eventually grabbing that Mortal Kombat cabinet. I know Amber loves uh, Ultimate MK3, and uh, we'll, we'll hide it from the girls until they're older. I'll uh, let her know. It's. I'll tell her it's coming out the week before it actually comes out. <laughs> I'm telling you, she was ready to murder. She had her whole day planned out. She's like, son of a bitch. I'm like, you can blame Nick. She's like, yeah, you let blame him know. Blame She's like, you let him know I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to news. News. Just gets better from here. It does. It does. Okay, this next one looks like you, Kyle, or might be Nick. I don't know. I'll let you just run with it. It's Switch news. It's me. Um, Pretty much any Nintendo news is usually me. So uh, Switch, it has been found that they might be coming... Um, out with some super nintendo games on their streaming service that they have um i don't know exactly how this was found out i think someone was looking at something with the code of the Mm. games being released and they found um either an emulator or some signs to point to some super nintendo games possibly interesting it is interesting um a lot of it's a lot of it's going to be what's already on the the uh snes classic um i I can run down makes the games sense real they quick. have it all set ready to go then. Yeah, okay, I guess it does work. make sense. There's a couple differences like um hold on, I'm on here. I'm on the website and the auto video is playing and I hate that. Oh, that always drives me nuts. There we go. So, I mean, you're going to have your <laughs> ones like um Super Mario World 2 stunt race effects, Kirby's Dream Course, um Star Fox Contra 3, you know, the same things, but they mm-hmm. have a couple on here that are possibilities of being on this list. And right now these are just rumor, but the legend of mystical ninja, mm. um, breath of fire two, good stuff. Demons crest. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Really cool. If those are on there, uh, I don't know. Super soccer, which would be, that's a great game. Actually, sports game. pop in twin B. Never heard I of it. Never heard of that one. <laughs> never. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which is on the, uh, Super Nintendo one, but yeah, all the, all the other ones like Pilot Wings F Zero, the ones you would expect to be yeah. on there. On okay. I thought Breath of Fire Two and Demon's Crest, if they could add those two, that would be that would be pretty that sweet. Would be a pretty badass list. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty great. Those are great games. So I'm hoping this turns out to be real. I, I mean, they have to add some Super Nintendo titles. There's no reason why they can't. I mean, it it doesn't make sense not to. Right. Right. So. So. All right, so Nick. Yeah, hope, hopefully it comes out. This one has to be Nick. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> In the wide world of crazy things with new games, uh, Atlas has had its fair share of a uh, rough start. Granted, again, it's still early access, but this this goes, again, beyond early access problems in that. Uh, Arc Pirate 76. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arc Pirate mod. Uh, apparently, one of the admin accounts, like the the... I don't know if it was necessarily a developer, but like one of the the people tied directly to um, uh, the studio 
had their admin account uh, compromised. Uh, and the the hackers in question decided to spawn in things that weren't supposed to be there. They just basically went into the back files and started spawning all sorts of things, <coughs> including apparently like planes, Corsair planes, <laughs> 47s that are in the back files. Obviously, they don't plan on releasing planes in the pirate, <laughs> but that's meant for probably more the mod community, but they aren't supposed to do that. They spawned tanks that were apparently in there. Uh, they spawned in whales. Now, there is supposed to be whaling in Atlas, okay. but... They haven't turned it on yet, <laughs> for good reason. Let me guess. <laughs> Fisher Stevens came out of a back room and said, "Would her holiness remind? Uh, would her holiness mind changing her password?" G O D. Yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, God. that's a classic. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Lockdown your you know don't use simple passwords apparently and uh, and look out because and it's caught it was caught on stream some of the bigger uh, streamers uh, if you ever look up Burke Black uh, he's one of the streamers I like to uh, follow um, he, he had several he had the, he had the whales one on, on his stream and <laughs> then check that out and another one was the plane one now funny enough he wasn't looking at the screen he was like typing or something so he's looking off to the side all of a sudden this plane comes out of nowhere crashes into their boat and, he, and he's like what the hell just happened. <laughs> god this sounds like a train wreck so i'm so random. tempted to watch oh oh it's, it's definitely worth checking out like just, just, I mean, it's a quick little like 30 second thing they have it clipped and whatnot but yeah i'll, I'll watch like, it yeah what? for sure <laughs> god this game sounds like a train wreck <laughs> oh like ho- hopefully they get they can they can slowly improve it but i don't know i'm just not being impressed by it i mean i, I understand it's early access but it's just like oh, i don't know i just feel like they they I feel like they're charging way too much for it. It's a mod. It's not a... They they sold it as a game when it's actually more of a mod. I guess that's the only way I can describe yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Meh. Alright. Uh, this next one might be you, Kyle, but I know exactly what yep. it is. Madbox. Yes, Madbox. Talk it's of the mad. town past couple weeks. Yeah, I'm sure most of you have heard of it, but uh, the the uh, CEO of the studio who made Project Cars is uh, touting a brand new console that they're coming out with, and it's promising you pretty much everything. I mean, his his first tweet, what is Madbox? The most powerful console ever built. Literally mad. That's like 90s dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 90s dude. He's more X's. So much dude. (laughs) It's extreme Madbox. Truckosaurus. Um, <laughs> you want 4K? You want VR at 60 frames per second? You want a full engine of free to develop your games on it? You have it. Anyway, um, after that ridiculousness, uh, I mean, he's even trying to promise VR games at 120 frames per second, 90 frames per eye. Yeah, except nobody can happen. see that. So nice try, dipshit. Right. So, I mean, he's really hyping it up. He He, he released some prototypes that are weird. They're um, the weird looking. A shape in a loopy M, which there's no way. Where are you going to put that? The hell are you going to fit that? That's not going to fit in an ent- entertainment it, center. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, is it, is it supposed to be like, is it supposed to be like a standalone? Like it would be like Xbox or yep. PlayStation? Or yeah, it's it, supposed to be a standalone. Or is it like Soldier Boy's console, which is supposed to do Let's everything. not even talk about that fucking lie. <laughs> oh, you what know, he tried, you know, he, he tried, tried to say out with something else. Did you guys hear about that? What was no, that? What? So after he he removed all of his 
his products. He tried selling something else. It looked like a PSP. Um, oh, do you guys ever hear? Do you guys ever hear of Rez? No. Uh, Watch, it's he does a, a bell. He does a whole video on it. It's the most ridiculous thing. And um, actually, his site's taken down. It's not even up anymore. But he tried again after Nintendo told him to knock it off. Well, the best part was uh, this week he was talking about his new console, and he's like, "And it's going to have Fortnite on it." 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. Epic comes out and says, no, it won't. <laughs> Dude, just got to stop. Oh, what a douchebag. Uh, you now, know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this works. Um, the thing with the Madbox, uh, and I, I, I'll give, I got to give credit where it's due. Captain Mike over at Bad Fodder Figures had a really awesome point about this, and it's it's not impossible, but it is damn close to break into the market with a new console at this point. And it's mm-hmm. not so much a hardware thing. It's really not. It's a service thing because... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You got to look. I mean, like Microsoft, you've got Xbox Live Gold. And A, all right, so A, a console has got to get the third-party developers behind it. That's the first part, and that's usually the toughest part. But now... You know, in this day and age, it's even harder because now you got to have a service that that gives you a reason to get that console. Like, it's the main reason I'm going to be buying an Xbox in the next gen, whatever that one's going to be, because thanks to Xbox games with gold, thanks to Game Pass, I have a ton of digital games that they give away every month. Like, I'm getting, what, it's like six games a month between gold and and, uh, Game Pass gives you a bunch and well game pass gives you way more than that it's like 100 games so it's like if you're going to come out with a console you got to have a service to match something like that because uh, i mean why 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 else why would i get a console you know a, a new one i mean in a weird way it's kind of why i haven't gotten a playstation this gen and and i'd love to because there's games i want to play but you know i mean i'm 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 getting more than enough games just by having the Xbox and the services that it offers. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what you guys think, but I just I don't see Madbox pulling this off. I think I'm okay with if if they want to come out with another system. I'm never going to be against another system. No, I me think. neither. That's good for the market. But hey, my first thing is if and I'm I'm not trusting any system that comes out promising you everything. Yeah, that's I mean, every every time, right? Every time a developer or CEO somebody promises you, you want this, you got it, you got everything you want. Look at like No Man's Sky. Look at (laughs) No Man's Sky. I think uh, ColecoVision when that was coming out, that was a disaster. He was trying to promise everything with going back to like retro gaming and 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 cartridges and all that, and it just doesn't work anymore. No, PS2 all the same way. Yeah, when they 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 pumping hyping, hyping that. Yep, promise you the world, and, and that's not what you end up getting. Um, so I'm always wary of that. And uh, again, w- how are you going to make it different? And I'm sorry, okay, so it looks different, and there's pretty lights on it, and the one version moves out when it's in performance mode. Oh, you God. Know, it, it's like a little box <laughs> that opens up when it's in performance mode. The, yeah. I've got <laughs> the three making kids. Faster. Another I, component that can break. I was going to say, I've got three kids. You think I want to have a system that, A, has another component that can break when they spill cookies and milk on it, or B, <laughs> something that's going to bite their or my fingers off. 
yeah, it's just insane. So like, that's all gimmicky stuff. That's nothing unique. But like, if you're if you're telling me that you're gonna create a console for like indie games, that makes it really easy for indie game developers mm-hmm. that are generally one or two people to push their stuff out. That's maybe an alternative to Steam. Yeah. I mean, it's just okay. I can kind of see that. Or if you just want to get into the console market, so you can start having you know games on your machine, and you're talking about exclusives that you're gonna have on your machine that makes it different than the others. <clears throat> great do that but yeah I don't but, but i mean you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there like exclusivity requires dev buy-in on that right so yeah like, you know that that's where you have you know sony and xbox you know duking out for sometimes like the first week of exclusivity on multi-platform sure. stuff or they're doing something in-house such as you know even you know like nintendo you throw them in here on, on this one too in terms of like you know you have nintendo's own studio houses making stuff you have sony stuff making stuff exclusive for playstation i think microsoft is getting back into it like they they they, they did so. a while back and they got out of it for a little bit and they're kind of relying on other studios i think they, they, they're getting back into it a little bit oh yeah they've got stuff. you know crackdown three is coming out they got yeah um, but, but it's like yeah it's like exclusivity is is kind of your gateway and and also like it kind of helps for it's like this is why you want to buy yeah, this that's why you want to buy the system only only get the you know and you want it like a handful of games too because sure. you know there you know like every time there's a new series out even of the current gen stuff like some people are very reluctant to jump on it right away because it's like guess what you don't have a lot of games that i can necessarily play on it right away right like, yeah. yeah i'll jump to it eventually but like i want the library to be like kind of built up a little bit that way when i play it i can play multiple games uh, you know, uh, anytime I want, obviously. But. Yep. And projects, project cars. I mean, they are, they are, they do have a game, great, they, but they do have a developer under their belt, though. So they could at least come up with some sort of ex- exclusive game. You know what I mean? And some, maybe a couple games when it goes to be released that might help them. And they might have contacts with other developers where they could I'm actually. Sure, they might. I it. just hope the game is better than Project Cars. Sure, and hopefully it is. But and if they're making the hardware, hopefully they know how to program for their own freaking hardware. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I guess in that aspect they have a chance. But even the guys talking about how there's there's too much of a monopoly monopoly in in, in gaming, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the seriously, fuck are you we have talking about PC, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, um, and Switch, you have, and well, Nintendo, yeah. Oh, sorry, you um, didn't say Nintendo. Okay. You have mobile phones. You have Steam. You have Discord. Mobile games have... don't count. Oh yes, oh yes, they do. We have to count them. They're they're <laughs> It's a gaming option. You yes, can't, you I can't guess. Just count that. I I know it's your favorite. Shut up. <laughs> but I I don't see the monopoly. I, cool. You want to get in the market? That's great. But you know what? And I think he's 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 hyping it way too early. Have a that, prototype. That's where I'm. Have some I'm devs hesitant. under your belt. Do it yeah. right. Don't rush it out. Like, do it right. Have some devs under your belt. Like, these are the exclusives we can give you. We're working with these developers right now to come out with some more. Here's our working prototype. Yeah. Like, it's why? Why just blah, announce blah, blah. a system when you have a sort of a prototype? You you don't have any exclusive developer lined up. You're just, just saying, design. yeah. You're saying, look, we made a pretty box. Mm-hmm. Like they're already going about it in the wrong way. So, yep. Uh, you know, I I'd love to see it succeed. You know, uh, it I'll just gets it gets us more games, but we'll just say the deck is very stacked against them at this point. Oh yeah, yep, yep. <clears throat> All right. Next, uh, my I I put this one up too. Um, so sorry, I'm rambling so much no, here. No, no, but, no, no, um, Netflix is making a Resident Evil t- uh, reportedly. And it's going to be uh, the same company 
Constantine film, which is behind the Resident Evil movies. Interesting. And, uh, they are going to try to expand the Resident Evil universe. Um, I've only seen two of the Resident Evil movies. Uh, I don't know how the rest of them are. They were entertaining. I didn't. I didn't dislike them. I like the girl they got to pick. I forget her name. Mia uh, Jovovich. Uh, I just know yeah. it's fifth, fifth Element. I just know it's Lilu Yes. yes. <laughs> Me protect you. <laughs> and so, like, are they expanding on, like, if we can use the term, the cinematic universe, or is it going to be just kind of its own spinoff? Um. They're going to keep the basic premise from what I understand, but it's going to be a setup for the movie franchise. So I don't know if it's going to be before or after uh, that. I don't know yet. Um, apparently, it's going to be a drama series that will explore the darker inner workings of the Umbrella Corporation. As so are, they, are they going to go like the Walking Dead route? Then I I hope not. <laughs> I really we don't need not. any more. We don't need more zombie like zombies. <laughs> We, we don't even need any more zombie walking drama. dead at this point. Yeah, zombie drama. <clears throat> It'd be interesting. I don't know. There's not much known. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll probably check it out when it comes out. The movies are entertaining. Like even the the most recent one that I saw, I, I God knows which one it was. It's like six or seven now at this point. But it it's entertaining. It's a fucking popcorn movie. You know. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Nope. Um. The next one is mine. Uh, Brian Fargo, head of In Exile Entertainment. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, he used to be the head of Interplay, mm-hmm. which was a very big software company in the 90s. Um, infamous for Star Trek 25th Anniversary. Um, a, a ton of games. I, I, I Honestly, I'm going to forget all of them at this point. But... Um, He's been hinting on Twitter that there are some big projects coming out of NXile this year. Uh, obviously, I, I know I've mentioned it before, they just they recently released The Bard's Tale 4. Again, one of my, my favorite games of 2018. They're also the team that was behind Wasteland 2, uh, which was fantastic. If you like those um, Baldur's Gate-style RPGs, Wasteland 2 was great. Um... So as far as what I've I've heard and what I already know, like they've already teased uh, Wasteland Three. We know Wasteland Three is coming out, whether it's this year or next. I don't know if they have a definite date, but Wasteland Three is coming. So whatever, whatever they're teasing as far as a major project or major projects, there's got to be something else. But um, in my ex- experience, uh, In Exile has been putting out some of the best RPGs in the past couple years. So definitely going to be keeping my eye on that. Um, and I'll say it again, if if you like classic dungeon crawlers, you really should give uh, Bard's Tale 4 a go. It's so much fun. I'm, I'm having a blast streaming it, and uh, looking forward to streaming that more. So, yep, something's coming from In Exile, so follow, follow In Exile Entertainment on Twitter, follow Brian Fargo, and we'll see where this goes. But, uh... And this this next one's big. I'll uh, I'll let you take this one, Kyle, to start. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't read too much up on this. I just heard about it today um, through Reddit and um, your post on the save point. Um, Metroid Prime 4 working with uh, Nintendo, working with Retro Studios to come out with Metroid Prime 4. I think that's a great move, though. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I love the Metroid Prime series. I love Retro (coughs) Studios. I think Nintendo is going to do right by Metroid, I really hope, and kind of shy away from the other end. 
Yeah, and I, I, I they worked with Ninja Theory, and I, I didn't Ninja Theory. I like Ninja Theory; they do great stuff with uh, Ninja Gaiden, but um, it's just not part of the not part of Metroid. Metroid, you know, it didn't yet. fit. It didn't fit. And that's so, basically what Nintendo said was that the path it was going to go wasn't uh, what they felt the fans deserved. Right. So, I think this is a great move. Um, it, it's just. Why should it be anybody else? Like, you know Retro Studios is going to nail it. So, like, do it right. Do it great. And I, I think it's I think it's great news. I, I have to give Nintendo a lot of credit for kind of going out and being that transparent and saying, yeah, this is what we're doing. I mean, that's it's kind of a big misstep when you have to change a developer, um, you know, for a game, you know, switch plans kind of deal. But I think this is only going to be good for that, so... So, am I reading this right? They did Donkey Kong Country, the the one for Wii U and the Switch. Retro Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Am I reading that right? Because that those they did a great job with the oh, Donkey yeah. the, the, the the newer Donkey Kong countries. No, they're they're so. really good. I I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to Prime, uh, Prime Four. I am really looking forward to that game. So, I hope we get more news about that during E3 Nintendo's showcase hell yeah indeed well not yeah. their e3 because they do that tree yeah it's, it's, it's their, you yes, know what their showcase yes sir uh you know offline <laughs> show oh we you know we haven't talked about playstation not doing e3 at all this year oh, that's not right even a that's showcase right. that's right they're backing out aren't, well they're not doing they're not doing the the um what you call it the opening mm-hmm. what, what do they call it no i don't think they're going not at showcase, all though but uh, Oh, they're not going at all. No, they're not. They backed out completely. Oh. They have. I don't think they have anything to show this year. You think they would? But yeah, they I guess, some VR they, stuff. You know, they had a lot last year, but I guess, I guess it was all very like tentative. They didn't have solid dates on anything. Yeah, and they had that weird. They had that weird tent thing going on for their their opening. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be going by way of Nintendo and just events. Sure, I, I don't. Uh, E3. I hope, E3's I hope they don't out. do that. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a shame because I loved back in the day. Like, you know, I know oh, as it's bad so, as it was. No, you still get excited, though. And you know, Yeah, it was, it was, no, but I, what I actually loved watching it for was when things went wrong. Yes. <laughs> it's, kind of a weird, of it's kind of a weird thing. But I, I loved it when something broke on stage. Cause it, yeah, was like, Nick loves a good train wreck. Like, <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> but it, to me, it was like, how well did they roll with it? And, and, and oh, yeah. to me, like it, it stood more up to you know when I saw a game fail and they were able to like either like quickly recover. It's like okay, this isn't like super bad. Whereas like if it, if it failed spectacularly and they're like okay, like cut to something else. Like okay, something's wrong with this game and, and <laughs> like like you know keep it at arm's length before checking it out. <laughs> yeah. it, it was kind of you could kind of get a you know a temperature of of like what's what's going on. But now. Now in you know, now they have this kind of like sterile, like you know, with what Nintendo is doing, where it's like it's a very sterile, it's very heavily you know, produced, very heavy, yeah, exactly, heavily, heavily produced. Nothing wrong is going into this thing. Obviously, it's like it's going to be like the best of the best. It's going to look great, uh, but it's like oh, you don't you don't get uh, that authenticity of like okay, this thing could break at any moment because it's so you know uh, pushing the envelope, right. Um, and and you know like I don't know I'm 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 gonna miss that aspect I mean, I've already miss, missed that aspect because I always felt like N- Nintendo like they never had any failures but 
like the way they presented, like that was the other thing. Just like watching yeah, the, the presentations presenters. were so great. They were so theatrical. Yeah, cause, like, yeah, yeah. Cause so, yeah, it's theatrical and or just so corny that you just, you just had to like laugh you had at to it. Love it. You, you loved it, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, going to this more sterile form. And now granted Nintendo did that, that puppet with it. I thought the puppet, uh, a year was pretty oh, that was great yeah <laughs> but they didn't bring it back it's like oh man come on bring that back I, i'd enjoy that um <laughs> but yeah i don't know again I don't know, something is lost in terms of the authenticity and just like the the, the live factor of it is, is just is not no longer there and like oh man you know yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what Xbox does um Ugh. considering they're the only ones that are probably yeah they'll be the only ones yeah doing that doing you know, like, or at the very least, the the spokesperson. I, I can't imagine like they're pulling out completely. I, like I imagine Sony will do what Nintendo does, where like they'll be on the show floor, but they won't do the opening presentation. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. I, they I don't make know. it like, sound like they're not going at all. They're yeah, like, that's totally what I heard. Pulling Just, everything out. Wow. They're out. Yeah. So what do they have to show? They like I I really think right now they're uh, you know pardon the phrase but balls deep in the PS5. I don't think they have anything to show. Yeah, well, I don't think they have any exclusives. That's yeah. the going rumor that they're working on the next one. I mean, PS4 is what? How many years old now? I mean, it's getting uh, five. It's almost at four or five. It's if it's towards. Yeah. I mean, towards the uh, end, console life cycle is five yeah. years. Five seven yeah, years. What, yeah, PS PS2 went like I think eight years. I think and then yeah. three about six or or seven or eight almost. Yeah, yeah, so seven usually yeah. average. And and I I've heard Xbox is working on theirs so. I don't know. I mean, I know Xbox is probably going to go uh, get, get more exclusives, fellas. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you, just died. you just got. You could just feel the defeat in your voice. I think oh Xbox. Is... <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But all right, well, that will be it for news this week. There's definitely a lot going on. Um, it's the year is going to be starting off a bang between, uh, you know, we got E3 coming up and we got PAX East coming up. We got mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of games coming out. So it's going to be fun to keep track of. I, I guess that's the question. Like, how are they going to get, are they leaving it to the developers to kind of choose their own path in terms of really, you know, re- or I say revealing, but you know, demoing their game. Is it, I guess, like PAX I mean, that's what they usually do at PAX, right? E3 on their own. Uh, yeah, kind of sort of, but it, like PAX is never. I mean, Prime is probably maybe the closest thing because it's pretty big. I mean, you do see a lot of demos there, but it's never. I wouldn't put it like on E3's levels necessarily because like E3 is designed for the industry, whereas PAX, like, yeah, you'll be able to demo it, but usually it's like you're talking about like it might be like a month to maybe weeks before uh, a public a public downloadable demo is going to be ready, and that's basically what you'll end up playing most of the time on the show floor. Like they're never. They're never demoing something like, you know, in a super something like, early potentially yeah. alpha. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes you do usually like maybe India studio, India studio or something. will have Colonial. something like really, really Colonial raw. Marines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that, 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 that was a bait and switch on that one. Cause I actually went to I the Colonial Marine thing. Uh, I think it was, at, I want to say it was, I was PAX East. When it I was, I remember you and, talking about it. Great presentation, but it w- it was that opening sequence, and that's all they showed us. And then when you <laughs> see the rest of the game, it's like, wow, you had you you hid the pile of shit hiding <laughs> behind the curtain. And the curtain was just like everything else beyond the presentation. Like you I thought, I you. smelled something behind there, and you proved it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
All right, so that's it for news. Uh, we'll move on to our save point game of the month, which is Darkwing Duck. And yes, Whoa. I had some time to play it. <laughs> I did not yet. I'm going to be playing it this week. So I, I played it once in the night. I suddenly had horror flashbacks of like, this game is hard. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. I played this earlier today on my lunch break, and I was like, man. They really fucking dumbed down games in the past few years. Like, holy shit. I'm sitting there playing Darkwing Duck and I'm like trying to jump and grab the goddamn hooks and I'm falling. Like, God, I feel like my goddamn mom trying to play Mario Brothers. Like, I'm just dying left and right. How do I do this? Ugh. It, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, for what it is. And for its time, I think it was pretty far ahead of its league. Kind of like DuckTales where... You could choose the board you want to go to, which I thought was cool. Well, yeah, it's very well. It was made by Capcom, mm-hmm. and it, you, it and it reflects in all its design. Like it is yeah, very, it's very like, Mega I always Man. considered Cap. Yeah, very Mega Man and Capcom games were always super difficult. Like, yes, not, not like impossible, but they were hard. They're hard, and that yeah. echoes through this game through and through. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's cool. Uh, the mechanics are cool. Um, it's it's just a tough game. Uh, maybe I'm just I'm getting old and crotchety, and I just don't <laughs> have the fucking patience anymore. But I, I played it for a while. But yeah, I don't know. I'll probably play it a little more after I have a couple more drinks later, and I don't want to throw shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into that this week. I'll have more thoughts on that next uh, next cast to finish that game. I, I'd be interested to hear because like Kyle still has his four year old reflexes. I, I don't. <laughs> Somehow I do when it comes to like you know platforming adventure games like that. Dude, I watched you when when we were doing that not not this year but last year when you were doing Extra Life and you were doing Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. Sweet oh, Christ! Yeah. Like watching him play Cuphead, I'm like, God damn it! Maybe I'm just old and slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, that that game is fucking tough. That game is brutal. That but, game is tough, but I love it. Like I still it's go good. back and play to try to get past certain boards. To no avail. But. I'm at like 80%. Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm stuck where I'm at. Like, I've tried it so many fucking times, and I can just... It gets to the point where I'm just like, I gotta walk away. Yeah, like, <laughs> my, my brother-in-law... Like, Ross is so good at stuff like that. Like, he's a really solid gamer, and that game pissed him off. Like, he got to the... Wow. The, the ice cream one. Mm-hmm. And he that pissed him off. Like, he's like, this is fucking cheap. Like, he's like, I can't... It's like this is ridiculous, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go back to it. Just cause, yeah, like, that's like, I go back and forth to that one. That's one that I, I always enjoy going back to him. A beautiful game. God damn, is that a beautiful game? It Just, is. So there you go. It, play that. Play that for about an hour, and then go to Darkwing, and you'll be freaking amazing at. It. <laughs> it's probably true. I should try to like boost up my reflexes a bit. <laughs> Good lord! Well, all right, we'll move on to our question of the bye week. Um, we don't have any voicemails tonight. Hope you're all right out there, Fred, and uh, everybody else that calls once in a while. Uh, if you do want to call, you can give us a shout at six one zero eight one zero one six five four. You can either answer the question of the bye week, or you can just rant talk about i don't know your dog shitting on your rug or something whatever 
but yeah, so <clears throat> no voicemail, so we'll kind of move into uh, the save point. We had a couple answers here for the question of the bye week, and I just want to double check. I feel like we did get an answer on Twitter, and I normally neglect these, and I don't want to do that. Um, see, if you were like me and on and and were on Twitter nonstop, you would see them more. Often. You are a liar. <laughs> Bunch of liars here tonight. That was that was my best uh, James Lipton. It was not very good. You it was okay. I give it a solid B. A, you are a delight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right no we don't have any on twitter so all right so let's move over to the save point the question of the bye week was with nintendo and retro working on metroid what other uh devs would you want to see work on a game uh eric az rockslide over at the everyday gamers said in the past i would have said i want the bioware team to do a babylon 5 game but I'm not... I know, I was like, man, that's a great idea. And then I read his next sentence, and I'm like, shit, he's right. But I'm not sure I can trust them with EA hovering over them. I still want a B5 game, however, and I think I might have the perfect candidate. Jaeger. For those of you who don't know, Jaeger made Special Ops The Line. Fantastic game. That game did such a fantastic job of forcing you to make difficult decisions where there was no clear winner. If they would bring those storytelling sensibilities to an intergalactic war building around B5, that could be amazing. I just wish we could get the original voice actors. Some of them have died, including Andreas Katsoulis, who played Gakar. I'm probably not saying that right. Full disclosure, I didn't watch That's much Babylon 5, and I, I do need to watch it because I know I missed out. Really miss him, as he was my favorite character in the series. Um... I can just say, based on my experience with special, you know, special ops, the line, I I agree. Uh, I think Jaeger did an awesome job with that, and I think um, whether it's Babylon Five or a Bioware style game, I think they would do a really great treatment of it. So it would be really would be really interesting to see that. Um, I think uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say mid-year Bioware. So it, it's around the time Mass Effect 1 came out, I, I think that Bioware could have been the one. To oh, do. yeah. Like, I, I, I agree with him. Like, current Bioware, uh, I don't know. Especially the way that you know, we're, like, we're, like, holding off on Anthem. It's like, but yeah, I'd say, like, mid-year, because, like, earlier, that was, like, the Jade Empire. And, and, oh, uh, what a great game that solid was. Solid game, solid game. But it's it definitely, like, you go back and it's like it's a little rough around the edges. Where like oh, I think yeah. by the time they got to Mass Effect, they had started to like really perfect things. They had gone through yeah, like, they Mass hit their Field stride. Public one, and yeah, and they hit their stride by the time they hit Mass Effect one. Oh, and I think that would have been the studio at the time to to do it. And I, I think Babylon Five would have been a great platform because I mean, it's it's you know I don't want to oversimplify because it, it, it did more than that, but it, it was kind of like politics in space. I mean, yeah, it was kind of the original ds9 like the thing is i didn't like ds9 when i was when i was younger because it wasn't like it wasn't like they were constantly going out on a starship they were like stuck on the station but i actually have come to appreciate ds9 in my latter years of like going back like you know now understanding like the political you know geopolitical social situations that are going on. i should watch that because i didn't like it when oh, i was yeah. younger I, I i would say definitely it's definitely worth going back like you gotta get past season one Season okay. one is, is like super slow and rough, but like around season two, it gets better. And then obviously by the end, you get the Dominion War and it, yeah. it gets super exciting then. 
but it, like I don't know, I have a better appreciation for it now. Now that I'm older, I need to do the same thing with Babylon Five because um, yeah. I only watched a few episodes here and there. But it was like, man, this is actually really, really good. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, because that that was another one that kind of went over my head, and I was younger at the time. So I think uh, I think I'll definitely check it out. Um, I'll check out both of them. Um, the next answer came from our pal John. Uh, he would like to see Rare Revive Conquer. Who the hell wouldn't? <laughs> oh my god, I've been saying that for years. Well, I mean, it could be in the works. I mean, they're reviving Battletoads. Uh, That's true. And, like, are they going through their entire back library? Like, they don't seem to be intent on on doing... Um, uh donkey kong i think i think that's because nintendo controls that yes. part of mm-hmm. the rare development but yeah, like it's Conquer, kind of the same thing with banjo kazooie yeah yeah well it would no, well they were at least able to put something in sea of thieves they had they had a figurehead of uh, banjo kazooie well, that's right no in, banjo's in on sea the of xbox thieves. as well so yeah so it was on xbox yep it, it could well be in the territory of they they hmm. could revisit it so it, like i'm i'm not saying they are working out we, we always well, they should the codes. story left off yeah. on a cliffhanger oh yeah Absolutely, it's like, and, but I mean, here's the thing: like the fact that they're doing Battletoads, like that, there, there's a glimmer of hope. There's a possibility they could they could go back through their entire archive and, and like make the next one. It's like, yes, let's see. I, I guarantee you, I still don't get past the goddamn speed bike boy. <laughs> Who wants to take odds on that? You win speed bikes. <laughs> hey, you got Battletoads? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best. <laughs> All right, um, that is all the answers we have this week to the question of the bye week. That's kind of my fault. Um, we kind of put it out too late, so sorry if you uh, meant to get an answer in and didn't. Uh, that's, again, my fault for not putting it out soon enough. We'll be back on the ball for that in two weeks. Uh, so we'll head on over to conclusions, final thoughts, shout-outs, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll start with you, Kyle, because you always have so many. Uh. I don't have any shout outs. I'm going to just answer the question of the bye week. What I thought. Oh yeah. I um, guess you want to know that too. Shit. I had prepared. Yeah. Sorry guys. I don't mean to make this longer, but no, um, no, no. I, I forgot to let you guys answer. God damn. I, I actually was going more for an angle of what two developers I would like to see work on a game. Oh, okay. Um, so I think, so I'll just answer that from my end, but I think uh, I want to see a game from the nineties by rare and Hal working together. Wow. I think they would make a pretty powerhouse Nintendo Super Nintendo game. Yes, they would. Yep. Oh, that's, what about you, Nick? That's that's a cool that's a cool question now that I understand it. Um, um I would almost like to see uh you know, I mean we we've kind of got a little bit of revival recently, you know, via Telltale, but now now they're they're going the <laughs> way yeah, the dodo. Uh, they're going. Um but you know, something like, you know, from old Sierra yes. or uh, well, I think even Interplay, you know, we talked about Interplay, like they did the same thing, but like, you know, we talked about like the Journeyman cro- uh, project yeah, uh, yeah. last last week or not last two weeks ago, last last episode. But I would love to see another like FMV style, like puzzle game, like another like Mist or or something like that. Did uh, you check out Bandersnatch? No, no, I I, I got it. Well, no, no, I take that back. Uh, that was the, the Netflix thing, right? Yeah, the Black yeah. Mirror one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did. I actually did check that out. That that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's, it's more like you know a you know granted. I think some of them had a, a couple multiple choice, but it's basically like a path, b path. Um. 
but I don't know. I'd like to see uh, kind of more on the puzzle side of things of like kind of kind of what we saw with like Mist and Journey and Project. Journey, yeah, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, things like that. Like uh, something something along those lines. Granted, you know, again, Telltale was like the kind of the closest thing we had to it. Granted, it was animated, but I don't know. There, for me, you know, maybe it's a little bit of nostalgia. It's like I'd like to see that F and V style again. You know, no, that'd be that, pretty sweet. That cheesy—I don't know—it's cheesy, but at the same time, it, I don't know—it was endearing. Yeah, it was a Ripper. That was another one. Yeah, the one with Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh yeah, I have that on. Uh, it, it was actually on the Internet Archive. You can download it. They have the uh, ISOs for that. The Ripper game. Oh, if you're interested. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man. Didn't press my button. I'm just hitting the dead air today. <laughs> um. So, all right. I, I like this. I, I, I would love to see... This would kind of be the wackiest meeting of the minds, but I think the two of them are, are geniuses in their own right, and I think they can make something really cool. I'd love to see Lord British and Origin, you know, Richard Garriott and Will Wright uh, mm. get together and make something. Or, uh, man. Sim Ultima? <laughs> yeah, like you can do Sim Ultima. Or even switching gears a little bit. Now we can really go off the rails. Uh, let's have Richard lead the project and Peter Molyneux design it. That way, you know, or, or they can both design it, but Richard will lead it because you know it'll eventually get released. <laughs> but I'd like to see something like that because they're they're the three of those guys are such huge imagination developers and they're such game changers in the stuff that they've done. It would be really neat to see them work together on a project and I couldn't even imagine what the hell it would be. It, it you know, sim medieval everything, I don't know, but it would be an interesting result, I think. Um I don't know. I don't know why that just comes to mind as something I think could be pretty off the wall and cool. At least it'd be different and not a remake. <laughs> as far as I would imagine anyway. <laughs> All right. So that's our answers for the question of the bye week. Sorry about rushing that before. Um, so we'll now definitely go to conclusions, final thoughts and shout outs. Kyle, are you sure you don't have anything to shout out? That um, to think about it. Oh, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> um, no, just thanks to our listeners and all the downloads. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. appreciate all the feedback and everything. So, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you to everybody for the feedback and and. Uh, oh, I'm you... sorry, and happy birthday to my son. He turns four. He just oh, turned happy four. birthday, happy big guy! Yeah, that's awesome. What about you, Sir Nicholas? Uh, nothing new for me. Uh, just the usual. Uh, you can always catch me on Twitch and whatnot. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Black Eagle Ops. Go check him out. Um, all right. So obviously big shout out to the listeners. Um, thank you for listening. And obviously people are spreading the word, which we really appreciate. If you do enjoy the show, we just ask that whatever medium you're listening to us uh, through, leave us a review. Uh, good, bad, I don't care, you know, good critical feedback's always welcome, as, as is praise, of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you everybody for listening. Um, a big shout out to Team Good for Gaming. 
and um, you know we're everybody's pushing forward. They're supporting supporting multiple charities this year, gaming for multiple charities. Uh, so it's just great to be a part of that. And uh, just shout out to everybody in that community. Uh, shout out to our pals over at the Everyday Gamers. They released a couple of best of episodes over the holidays that were really good. You know, check those out. It's a great podcast. And obviously, big shout out to the boys over at Bad Fodder Figures. I know I'd mentioned on the last episode we were going to do a, a Red Dead 2 spoiler cast, but that actually did not come to be. Uh, there was just too many scheduling conflicts. So it'll be rescheduled at some point in the future. Uh, keep an eye out on the Bad Fodder Figures uh, Twitter. And uh, Captain Mike M will also, I'm sure, announce something once he has uh, some more concrete plans for that. But other than that, check out the Bad Fodder figures. They're great. You know, shout out to Mike, Jeremy, Eric, and uh, Matt, Mr. Devious, Mr. Matt, and your amazing, terrible topics. Oh, my God, those are funny. <laughs> they, he just, he digs up the weirdest news articles. My favorite being the woman, the drunk woman outside of Walmart on a motor scooter drinking wine out of a Pringles can. You just can't make that up. Beautiful. Walmart, man. <laughs> it's beautiful uh, other than that if you'd like to interact with us directly uh, you can hang out in the save point at tiny.cc slash save point uh, we're always talking games there uh, if you want to email us you can email the retro rents at gmail.com we're on twitter at the retro rents I'm on there at retro rents Al Nick is there at black eagle ops Kyle is there at Bradley underscore shirk no underscore um but wow, uh, you have like 40 followers, dude. I don't know how. Because they listen to this show and they like <laughs> hope you'll say something. I'm going to log in right now and just be like, hi. I saw hey. that the other day. I'm like, that piece of shit's got like 50 followers and he's never on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just made me laugh. I had to tell you about that. I don't remember uh, my password. <laughs> Uh, I'm, as far as uh, all three of us stream on occasion, Nick streams much more regularly at Black Eagle Ops on Twitch. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Black Eagle Ops on Twitch. I'm starting to stream more regularly. I'm kind of enjoying it, so I think I'm just going to, you know, uh, do the occasional stream. I'll announce it on Twitter, um, you know, a handful of hours before I plan on going live. I don't think I'll ever get on a set schedule having three children, at least not for the foreseeable future. But I'll definitely uh, give some advance notice. I like to play, obviously, uh, older games. But, you know, now that I have a pretty sweet computer, I've been playing some newer stuff, too. Uh, but I genuinely, generally like to stream uh, things that I get from, you know, independent developers. You know, if I get a review copy or something, I'll always stream that and then give it a, a fair shake. And I think I mentioned it on the last cast. Um, I'm still working my way through because, man, did that game get hard. But uh, Lovecraft's Untold Stories, uh, that is a really great indie PC twin-stick shooter, um, but with a Lovecraftian mythos bent. And that's uh, Blincy Games or Blintz Games. Uh, really, really good. Check it out if you like games like that, especially if you like Lovecraft mythos. Uh, I might start streaming that one. Could be continuing my quest for glory stream, or it might be something totally different. Uh, but I'll let people know. And I'm Retro Rents Al on Twitch. Kyle is Kibis on Twitch, which is K I B B I S. And I think that will wrap up episode 32. I have one more comment to make before you make your last thoughts. Oh, please do. 
I have 53 followers. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've, I've clawed my way up to however many followers I have at this point in time. He doesn't post a goddamn thing, and he's got 50 people waiting to hear him say something. <laughs> Not true. I just, I just tweeted hi. <laughs> Wait, I gotta look at my phone. Bradley underscore Shirk has just tweeted for the first time in a while. Check it out. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Um. Uh, yeah, Nick. Any uh, final thoughts from you? Any advice you want to give the listeners? Sail on fearlessly. Sail on furiously. I like fearlessly. Fearlessly, <laughs> I like that. I like that. And just remember, avatars never give up on the virtues. And on that note, we will catch you guys in two weeks for the next episode. Till then, see ya. Ariba turkey. Ariba turkey. <laughs> Ariba turkey. <laughs> Later, everyone. <laughs>